0: All right, and welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Well, probably not children. This is a podcast about beer, so we'll uh, keep it to the yeah. the people that are interested. We'll go with that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to another episode. Two Guys in Beer podcast, Andy Beckstrom, Sean Field, here back in the studio, if you will. We'll, we'll, that's where we're going to go with, the studio, making some more content here. Episode number 14. So you had the wow. dozen, you had the baker's dozen, and then this is... What doesn't is this is just extra bonus. I I don't have enough fingers for that. Right. I I can't figure it
1: out. It's too much arithmetic for me.
0: You got to start taking your shoes off for something like this now at this point. (laughs) (laughs) So, episode 14, and uh, uh, we've done many different kinds of beers, many different uh, uh, breweries, a lot of them from Minnesota, Denver, kind of bopped around the country a little bit. This one is going to be coming to you, well, from Minnesota, but the beer will be coming from you or will be coming to you from. Tarpon River Brewery in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, Mm -hmm. a just on kind of on a semi-personal note, I was on vacation for a little while. He's always on vacation. I might have been on vacation for quite some time. <laughs> uh, two cruises in like a month. Just back to back. Yep. We got a banging deal. How do you turn down a banging deal? You know, you get that type of deal, you got to say yes. Living the high life. I mean, even if I don't get a deal, I'm saying yes because I love cruising anyway. So, <laughs> Which, if anybody wants to donate a cruise to me, I'll get you a hat. <laughs> so you two guys into your hat. We'll, yeah. we'll give those. I'll give that away. I'll even We could have for that. A, probably throw in a sticker for that one, too. Out we don't get too wild. Uh-huh. We just settled out just a little. <laughs> but uh, as part of that, the cruise uh, went out of Fort Lauderdale, and uh, uh, you know the first time spent time with uh, some family in kind of over by Fort Myers, Punta Gorda area. But uh, spent a little bit of time in Fort Lauderdale. But the the second time that we were down there, that one we actually had a lot of time to work with. You know, I was uh, talking a little bit before we went on here that uh, we got done with the cruise. Well, when we flew down there initially, we actually flew down and spent a day full day in Fort Lauderdale, like got there kind of late, checked into the hotel, stayed a full day in Fort Lauderdale. And then the cruise was the next day. So I guess two days. And that's the way to
1: do it. So you're not rushing when you get off the plane to try to figure out, get your luggage, go board on a cruise, get off, check in, relax for a day, you know, get a
0: bite to eat. And if you've ever flown out of Minnesota, there's some weather. (laughs) (laughs) There can be. (laughs) Which ironically, I've flown out of, obviously flown out of Minnesota every time that I've flown, but uh, I've only ever experienced a cancellation or delay once. Only one time, which is, I mean, it's a testament. Like I worked at the airport for a little while in, in, you know, an emergency communications thing. But uh, like if you're ever looking for something fun to watch, Look up on YouTube the airport conga line. I don't know why they call it conga line, but that's what they call it. It's all of the trucks, all of the snow removal, because you see it on, like, even on 35 or whatever, you get, like, four plows next to sure, each other, and they yeah. push it across. Well, it's kind of like that, but with much bigger equipment for all of the runways. Oh, okay. And they have it down to such a science that when it's snowing so bad, you can't see anything. They're still crisscrossing and wigwagging and going oh, past sure. each other, and they're not running into each other. I don't know how, but they have their own dedicated path, and they practice it and just go right through all of it. Yeah, I suppose I have to, though, in order to keep the plane traffic flowing, mm-hmm. you know? I've I've heard different stats of, like, there's some of the top, it's one of the top airports routinely for keeping per capita, I, I don't know how you word that or whatever, but based on how much weather, because obviously you're not going to get a lot of slow, snow delays in Dallas, but for places that do get snow, they're one of the tops being able to clear it and keep traffic on time or sure. within the margins of whatever it's going to be. I've heard that a lot of pilots really like going in and out of MSP just because they don't have to worry about that as much. Sure. You know,
1: so. Well, it's And the Minneapolis airports always rank number one or two in the country for mm. like cleanliness, niceness, you know, all the stuff that they rank airports on. It just came mm. out a couple of weeks ago. And I read it. Well, we fell the number two oh, this particular goodness. year, but we're the previous years we were number one a couple years in a row. Mm-hmm. Just layout of the airport, the ease of getting yeah. around, um, you know, mobility, all
0: those things. Which having been doing a lot of uh, not a lot of airports, I say a lot. Like I fly all the time, but no, you just cruise all the time. <laughs> it's true, <laughs> a lot of cruising. But you got to fly to be able to get there, you know. Uh, I mean, yeah, of course, same airport down there that I go to, but I really do like MSP a lot. It is laid out nice. You know, even Terminal 2 is, you know, pretty nice. It's, you know, it easy is. to get back and forth. A little confusing, I guess, if you aren't familiar with it. It's you know, clean. as far as the way it is. But yeah, it, it's really nice. They've done a lot of, like, remodeling over the last couple of years, and it's just looks completely different. And, you know, it's just, it's very, very nice. Yeah, I, mean, I think it's uh, quite well. A so.
1: lot of options, a lot of food options. You mm-hmm. know, I, I fly them quite a bit because I travel a lot, too. and I still think our airport's one of the better ones out there. You know, I've been to San Francisco. I've been to Los Angeles, I've been to Hawaii, Punta Cana, you know, all those mm. other airports, Chicago, Arkansas, and none of them are laid out as nice or as clean or have mm. the
0: options that are there. So it is a pretty nice airport. Yeah, so many of them seem... uh I don't want to say like run down, but just kind of like a. Yeah, ah, it's a good kind it's, of fine. Term. it's fine. It's fine. We're just, you know, should we redo like the, you know, recarpet and repaint it? Mm, nah, it's fine. We'll wait till like something falls off the wall or something. Yeah, they look you know.
1: kind of dated. You yeah. Know, like they don't keep up on the upkeep, you know. Mm. Yeah.
0: Which is an investment, you know, like don't get me wrong. It's an investment. But uh, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, it's quite interesting. But uh, yeah, they do a, uh, they do a great job down Fair at MSP. But uh, anyway, yeah. getting back to the traveling, you know, <laughs> <laughs> to ultimately run. Anyway, so, yeah. So the first time we, we flew down there or whatever and then spent an entire day before go, getting on the cruise. The, the beer I actually ended up getting at the end of the cruise. But uh, the first day, you know, we kind of went uptown and got some stuff and kind of walked around like it was, it was on a golf course. But it was it was weird because they shut down the golf course during covid. But have never reopened the golf course on this golf resort. So it's kind of oh, an yeah. interesting, it's like an old 70s Art Deco, like maybe even older than that, because they had like Marilyn Monroe and a big mural on the side of the wall and like a lot of record players in the entryway. And it's set up very art chic if you will sure, like that or yep. whatever it's kind of an interesting place or whatever but they have this if you want they still have the paths and they still have a lot of the signs for the but they just haven't mowed the course they haven't maintained it as a golf course because they haven't used it as a golf course so we went for like a 2 mile walk walking around this golf course <laughs> just kind of overgrown it was it was almost like it's right in the heart of fort lauderdale and it still felt like it was kind of like a ghost town sure <laughs> it was weird so it's kind of interesting they wouldn't open it back up and kind of get it going, yeah, you know, yeah. especially I, down there. You I know? thought that they, I thought that they would. And I, it made me kind of wonder, you know, like, well, not only have they not opened it up, but they haven't demolished it and put condos on it or something. Sure. And so it makes me think that maybe they are someday, but I don't know. It was just kind of interesting, you know, but we checked that out and we went to like a food truck festival thing. that was kind of like, I don't know, it was like a half a mile away from our hotel. And then, because what else are you going to do when you go to Florida and you get out of the cold of Minnesota, we're going to go watch a hockey game. So um, why not? <laughs> <laughs> went to a, a Florida Panthers game that night or whatever, which was kind of fun. They were playing the Blues. I had no stake in it, so it was really easy to get there, kind of late, have a couple of drinks, get out of there in the right. third period, be able to get an Uber well before the the rush happens, get back to the hotel, relax, kind of nice and easy. So yeah, it's a good way to kick off a cruise. Absolutely. So um, anyway, so now that we get ten minutes in, we can get back to the beer now. We <laughs> <laughs> can start talking about the beer. So uh, the beer is from Tarpon River Brewing, which is in Fort Lauderdale, and we were looking for something to do kind of when we got back in port. And so we ended up going somewhere else, but Tarpon River was kind of on the list of things that we wanted to go to because I'd been there multiple different times, really enjoyed the atmosphere, kind of a cool place. In the past, they don't really do breakfast, or at least they didn't because I think I got back on like a Tuesday. I think on the weekends, they still do breakfast, but they don't do breakfast like On a random midweek day, you know, so they still have like some pretty good food and they had good appetizers. Like I said, just kind of a fun place to be able to go. We've enjoyed it. We've gone there, like I said, a couple of times or whatever, but we went somewhere else and we ended up there and that's kind of where we came away with this. And so I uh, talked with the, uh, the, the server that uh, was helping us out. And uh, now I'm going to fail on the name. January was the, uh, the. Beer tender or the bartender that poured the beer, but she wasn't actually out there with us. She just poured the beer and it was part of it. But uh, I'm going to have to go look at some point in time to be able to remember (laughs) what her name was because that's going to drive me nuts now. And I feel bad because she said she was going to tune in and she was going to give me feedback. So now my feedback is going to be.
1: You don't remember, you don't remember me. Well, I hope um, she tunes in and gives that feedback. I, sure hope I fully so support that. You can yell at Andy as much as you
0: want. 100% <laughs> just light me up. But she was the one that recommended the beer. So what we have here is a Honey Love. It is an Imperial Cream Ale with, um, let's see here, crisp, lightly sweet finish, and aromas of orange blossoms, smooth, but caressing. Get it? Because it's like caressing, but yeah. it's, there's a B on the front. So it's Sting. Get it?
1: Got it. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I was admiring this uh, bee and honeycomb on the can.
0: So... Yeah, but yeah, she, she recommended this one. She actually recommended two, recommended two of them. So we also have, in addition to that, we have New River Fest, a, a Vienna malts, noble hops, Marzen, kind of Octoberish, Oktoberfestish type of beer as well. So we have a, a couple of different options. But I figured we'd start here with the uh, the Honey Love to uh, kind of really get things kind of kicked off, and can talk about that, and then we can kind of get into the brewery. So, again, best part of the podcast. Let's fire it up. So much better. I mean, I, I like beer out of a can, but like you just don't get that same you gotta get real close to be able to get that same kind of sound.
1: <laughs> yeah, you do. I don't mind beer out of a can, it tastes pretty good. I don't like beer out of anything though. I, I'm not gonna complain.
0: You know, that's 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 an accurate statement there. That's very on the nose.
1: Hmm. This stuff is nine point five percent alcohol by volume, just for everybody knows out there, so it's pretty hefty for a beer.
0: Yeah, it's got some, it's it's very creamy. I I mean, it's an imperial cream ale, but.
1: Initial swig, I do like. It's not thick or heavy at all. It's pretty light.
0: Mm -hmm. Is it caressing?
1: It's it's caressing (laughs) a lot of things right now as it goes down my throat into my stomach, across my taste buds. There you go.
0: Yeah, I get a little bit of the honey. Yeah, it's an enjoyable, nice, you know, kind of refreshing but it it does have like i mean especially with the 9.5 like it doesn't taste really hoppy but it is definitely it's all. it's like kind of full flavored still you know what i mean you know whether you know i don't know if it's like the extra malting or but it definitely has more body to it if you will
1: yeah it is definitely not hoppy at all uh, it does taste very good i i really do like this this is a beer i could definitely drink more than one or Well, Mm -hmm. at 9.5%, you're not going to drink
0: a lot of them. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe (laughs) a couple, not too many, though.
1: (laughs) But the flavor is good, and quite honestly, it's kind of hard to describe the flavor of this. I'm having trouble with it, which I Mm -hmm. usually don't. I don't really taste like orange blossoms or any orange or anything in it whatsoever. I do kind of taste a little bit of the honey. The smell of it is kind of sweet bitter, but that doesn't even make sense either. You're just going to have enough. to try the beer. Oak, you're just going yeah. to take
0: it down to Florida. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to check it out. Uh, 280 Southwest 6th Street, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Book, book the next flight. Yep. You'll, you'll get there in Absolutely. a few hours. Flights are cheap. It's, you know, oh. <laughs> it's totally, you know, it's fine. But yeah, they're in a, a, a kind of a cool, older kind of warehouse type building. They've kind of built out some rooms within there, but uh, kind of a warehouse type setup. But really cool place, you know, super nice people. And like I said, a lot of fun every time we go down there so part of the reason why I picked this particular beer and uh, I was kind of interested to see what kind of your reaction was especially on the honey side of things because we had a like a honey lager I think in one of our previous episodes but this one is I mean imperial cream Ale, so it's a different kind of flavor anyway different type of style of beer yeah but when I talked to uh the uh the server that uh, helped me out being able to select this one she said it'd be interesting to try this one and kind of compare it with the other honey, one because the honey's different. I'm like, okay, well, you get your honey from Florida. Like, I don't know, I don't, I don't get why <laughs> that's a different. Type of why bee? is it different? Well, h- bees from Florida, what do they probably typically pollinate? Oranges, more citrus type of plants rather than general plants. And so she said that a lot of times, like, there's a little bit more citrus type of flavor that comes through the honey, just because that's what they're. What they're hitting. She sounds you know, like an expert. Uh, right, I know. You know I, I was like, "Gee, a brilliant on podcast. <laughs> she should be on it." What's Absolutely. her name again, Andy? Hold on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Andy's gonna go figure out what the what the name is of this lady. You know, if you're listening, if you want to send us up a case of this stuff, that would be fantastic. I'll pay shipping for that. No, this beer is really good. I would highly recommend anybody have it. It was definitely a good choice by that server. Lisa. Her name is Lisa. Lisa. And he came back in time and the name is Lisa. Thanks, Lisa. Lisa. I appreciate this Lisa. recommendation. This is oh, a super
0: good beer. It's rookie move there by me. I even talked about it before we went on. I'm like, <laughs> I got to make sure I have my notes, get the names right. I was honestly, I was more concerned about forgetting the January name because we kind of waved and she offered to help take a picture at one point, but uh, we kind of had that all sorted out. So we didn't really interact as much with her at all, but like Lisa was like very helpful and she obviously brought us a couple you know, rounds of beer and sure. know, got wings and some stuff or whatever, but she was a lot of fun to be able to chat with afterwards to be able to kind of discuss the different types of beers or whatever. And so I'm like, oh, I'm going to remember that name. I got to remember the other name. It's chris I get in here and I'm like, that's the one name I remember. But uh, yeah, they were both, you know, like I said, they were, they were great. And Lisa was fantastic. So Lisa, thank you so much. I apologize for halfway forgetting the name, but I'm not real bright and I drink a lot of beer. So
1: it happens. <laughs>
0: Brain cell loss with the more beers you drink. Exactly. So, uh, kind of a little bit of a history here. The Tarpon River Brewery is Sounds like it's by the Tarpon River. It is by the Tarpon River. Oh, wow. It is nestled, if you will, between the Tarpon River and the New River, which is a a little lifeline to the community. If you go walking around in that area, there's some fishing vessels or just some vessels that will go out on the ocean. Sure. That are in that area. It's kind of crazy because you can walk through there and you can also see somebody that's just got like a little fishing boat or something. But you also see the decent sized ones that like are going to be like maybe fishing boats. Yeah. Okay. You can see some of those. And, you know, if you look a little bit further down that river, you can see some, uh, yachts sure. that may or may not be a little pricey, but you can, you know, even just on Google Maps, you kind of look at that area. You can see, you know, or you can where it comes in from the ocean and then it fingers off everywhere for a bunch of different little lots if you sure, know for people like a marina to, or yeah or dock spots or whatever you call them. So kind of a, a cool area, just I mean it's just a cool area in general. The slip. Or aren't they called the slip? Yep. Oh yeah. And yeah. Yep, yep, yeah, you, yeah, you rent a slip for a season or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. So yeah, it's a it's a it's a lot of fun. So the first time that, that we went to Tarpon River Brewery it was so me and Amanda and family and everybody, we had for many years been involved in a, uh, and maybe we've talked about it on the podcast before, but a, uh, uh, the Brewery Running Series. Generally in Minnesota, it's where it started. Now it's in I don't know, 20 different states. Uh, it's all over the place now. But um, they had first started probably four or five years ago, starting to branch out to other states. And Florida was one of the first places that they went. And we happened to get wind that they might be doing an event. And so we looked it up. And sure enough, when we usually fly in for a cruise a day or two early, they were doing a run that next morning. So we're like, why not? Let's put on all of our Minnesota Brew Running Series stuff. And we showed up and they're like,
1: what is happening? There's people here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So that was kind of fun. But the route that they took us is through that area with all those rivers and all those different places. They have like a whole market area. Very, very cool area and a lot of fun to be able to kind of, Get into that area, so so it's uh.
1: What do you think of this beer now after you've had a few drinks? Because it's definitely changing flavor in my opinion. Like the aftertaste to me is tasting more like a liquor or the alcohol type taste. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a
0: little more. I don't know if potent is the right way to put it, but yeah, you're getting more of that type of warms uh,
1: the chest a little bit. The drink beer, yeah. Yeah.
0: But it's still pretty. um, Still pretty good. Oh yeah, the flavor uh, tastes
1: good. Yeah, for sure. Definitely a good recommendation.
0: Yeah, so Lisa was spot on. Rock on, Lisa. Good work. So let's hear where was they at? Uh, uh, Tarpon River Brewing, uh, born four years ago. So I mentioned we were down there for a run. We were down there in about February of uh, 2018. They opened in like January of
1: 2018.
0: Oh, okay. so we <laughs> we didn't even know at the time. We only figured that out this actually this last time that we're like oh. We were there basically right at the beginning. Nice. You know, but it was cool. We did the round and came back and we had, you know, those soft pretzels that are like the size of your head. They had like a couple of those afterwards. Oh, it's just fantastic. But uh, anyway, born four years ago, a partnership between Julian and Lisa Siegel of the Riverside Market and Adam and Jill Fine, owners of Native Brewing and Fresh Beer. So a couple of different places that already exist within the area of Fort Lauderdale. Now, I had mentioned that i was going to talk a little bit about riverside market um, i'll touch on that here in a little bit we'll talk a little bit more about tarpon and then we're going to get back into riverside market because let me tell you that's a place that you'll want to go sure it is awesome well if i ever it's get fantastic. on a cruise
1: i'll have to stop by there and check it out
0: we're going to abduct you and we're going to do live on location <laughs> cruising and podcast we'll, on the cruise we'll go to like uh, the local uh place in aruba and we'll get some uh some bright Amstel bright you know whatever isn't that the
1: caribbean gold that you had to Mm -hmm.
0: oh not that stuff no no no, that's the brasa oh let me tell you that (laughs) stuff you just you use that to like wash your hands off or something like don't drink it it's it was terrible (laughs) people think it's like oh well you're just you're picking these beers and you just say good things because you got to say the good things about the beers no i don't i we had the, the 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 holiday one or whatever that we did where you (laughs) you open the push and you're like, this is bad. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that was not good. So we're not afraid no, to we're say. No, we're just you giving know, like... honest
1: reviews of what we think. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, if the beer sucks, we're going to tell you. If the beer's
0: mm-hmm. good, we're going to tell you. And, and you know, likely the brewery might be just fantastic. You know, but we're gonna we're gonna talk about it. You mm-hmm. know, it's the nature of the beast, <laughs> right?
1: And Andy and I pretty much like a wide variety of beers, from lagers to IPAs, stouts. So you're probably going to get more favorable stuff from us because mm-hmm. we're generally open to most any kind of beer. So absolutely, yeah, we do like a lot of different kinds of beer. <laughs>
0: So these guys opened this place between the Tarpon River and the New River, kind of in that area, four years ago. Uh, between the different breweries that are in the area, industrial-sized type of warehouse is an eleven thousand square foot brewery and eatery. They, so they do have full menu of food there nice. as well. That's nice. The that yeah, brewery exactly. that has a full I'm, menu. is I super. really do like
1: that a lot. So you didn't get pretzels. I, I did not, no, no we did not, pretzels. oh, don't
0: starting on them damn Von Hanson's, let me tell you, throw something through a window here, no, 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 we, uh, we did, uh, we did wings, and uh, what else we did, I feel like we did something else too, but I don't remember what it was now, I got so distracted with all the beer that I had that day, you know, they was trying different things and experimenting with different types of beers and whatnot, so I don't remember exactly what I had, but I know that I had wings, for sure. Wings are always a good choice. I know at one point in time we tried to order some mozzarella sticks, but they were out. Not Tarbin. The other place we went to was out of mozzarella sticks. So I was a little disappointed because mentally I was like, I want some mozzarella sticks. <laughs> and so I didn't have those. Let's hear. Uh, they use recipes and techniques uh, decades in the making. They have a old Florida cracker-style tap room. Crowler filling station and its merchandise that's there as well. So yeah, if you, you if you look at their website, you can just get right to uh, TarponRiverBrewing.com. You can be able to see, you know, pictures, you know, the people that, you know, work there, what their building looks like, and I'm pretty sure that actually when I went to uh let's see here, the homepage, I'm pretty sure that Lisa was in actually the main picture that popped up on there. I don't know that she's necessarily one of the owners, but uh, she was definitely very much so, a part of you know what's going on there. Oh, nice yeah, the, the 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 slide that says the best memories are created here. She's uh, in that picture right there. Perfect, so the second from the left. Hello, Lisa. Appreciate your help. <laughs> Appreciate. <laughs> well, apparently you've created a few memories. There, I right? you know yeah, exactly. a few different times. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. So uh, they got you know like so they have sixteen rotating taps. I don't have information as far as what type of like how much they've done. I don't have their barrel capacity. Um, usually, I know we like to talk about that. Uh, unfortunately, don't have a lot of that information available. But, uh, you know, I do have uh, their core beers, deflated IPA, a New England Hazy. Might be a nod yeah, to yeah. Uh, something going Anything on. Anything that's deflated, you know. One of the other beers that they had were Tom Brady's Tears. It was like a double IPA. <laughs> I was like... What's going on here? Like, what's the what's the, the issue double here? Double IPA? You think
1: it would be a double IPA? They're kind of salty, more you know, right? You think, yeah,
0: it'd be more of like a or salt logger or something. It could be skunky since he's a cheater. I, it could, well, yeah. It's this thing smells terrible. <laughs> you know, like something smells, you know, rotten in Denmark. Let's hear good as gold, golden ale Insane. American light lager. I think Amanda tried In the membrane. That. Mm-hmm. In the um she said she really liked that one. And so that one is pretty good too. Native light lager. Uh, and honey love the imperial cream, ale, which is what we have here. So crisp with a light, lightly sweet finish and aromas of honey. It drinks easy, but beware this one goes down hard. Again, 95 five. Yep, that'll it is. Yep. that'll that'll do it. So yeah, it's a, you know, it's a really cool place. I highly recommend going there. I recommend getting this beer. I know that they distribute a little bit, but I don't know that they necessarily distribute to Minnesota. So if you're listening from parts abroad, you know, definitely check it out. For sure if you're in Florida, I highly recommend going there. It's a lot of fun, a really cool place, nice laid-back atmosphere. Garage door open. It's Florida. So you're nice. just, you know, sitting relaxed with beer in front of you. No big deal. So a lot of fun to be able to do that. So the other, pl- the other one that I wanted to kind of touch on a little bit was, so this is a, a joint venture, if you will, between Riverside Market and Native Brewing Company, but I wanted to talk about the Riverside Market. So there's three locations that are in the Fort Lauderdale area. And we initially intended on going to either Tarpon or one of the other breweries. We actually ended up on the cruise. We ended up hanging out significantly with uh, a, a couple that owned a brewery winery meadery Oh, wow. In Fort oh, cool. But they were closed oh, on Tuesday. Oh, oh <laughs> what, so a like, no! what a bummer. What a bummer. So if you're ever in the area, check out Brulahan. Owners Brulahan. are... Brulahan. Yeah, the owners are Hulahan, but at Brulahan is nice. what they call it. It's, I it's, like that name. They That's were super nice cool. Name. They were awesome. It was so much fun to be able to hang out with them. So if they tuned in, I talked to them a little bit about it. <laughs> Maybe they'll check it out, too. But, um, yeah, if you get a chance when you're down there, check that out, too. That was a lot of fun. So a lot of beer on this vacation. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, it makes it a good vacation then. Absolutely. So this uh, it, the the Riverside Market was an interesting kind of thing. So we, we you know we find we were trying to find a place to be able to go and of course we get off the ship at like 8 a.m. And what are you gonna do? You got at least three to four hours before anything opens. So we're trying to Google and look around like what is out there to be able to do at this point in time. Okay, here's a place that's a bar that has food that we could maybe go and hang out with. We already had breakfast, but we're like it's a nice place to be able to go and wait. We had about 10 hours before our flight, so we had lots of time to be able to kill. So Amanda finds Riverside Market. All right, let's do it. Get the Uber, head up there, which that was a whole different drama thing because nobody wanted to come into the cruise port. <laughs> don't really blame them because then you're there and then you're gone. You don't get a lot of short rides. Sure. So anyway, we get one. We you know, get up there whatever get into this place and it was kind of weird because it's a very residential area. And then all of a sudden here's this like business right in the middle. So it was a little bit kind of abrupt, but a lot of breweries are kind of like that. You're like industrial section. There's nothing. Oh, there it is. You know, that's kind of how a lot of them work. So, you know, it was a little bit of a kind of a different spot or whatever, but we're like, okay, well, it's a little, you know, bar, cafe, restaurant kind of thing or whatever. And so we walk in and looking around and it looks like a liquor store. Because there is doors and doors and doors and doors of coolers with beer. Hey, that's perfect. And I'm like, well, this is already kind of coming up roses. You know, we're (laughs) in the right place. (laughs) This is obviously where it should be. (laughs) I look over to the right, and there's like six tap handles. So not as much tap handles as I thought there would be. But at the same time, you know, kind of look kind of cool. And, you know, kind of looking around, I'm like, oh, there's all these doors. Like, what's going on? And so, like, one of the server comes out or whatever. And, of course, again, this is, like, 9 a.m. or whatever. And she's like, uh, can I help you guys? And I'm like, yeah, we've never been here, so I'm just kind of checking it out or whatever. She's like, okay, well, they're, they're split up by this. They're kind of in order. They're split up by, you know, like, style, like, you know, IPAs or stouts or loggers or whatever. Sure. And then they're kind of somewhat sorted by breweries and local. And, you know, she kind of gave the rundown of how it was sorted. And I'm looking around, and they're all just singles everywhere. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe this is like a, you can build your own single kind of thing or whatever, sure, you know, yeah. what I mean? you get like a six pack or whatever and build your own deal. So she's like, all right, just go ahead and pick whatever you want, drink whatever you want. Just bring me the empties afterwards. And that's what your bill will be. Okay. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> Perfect. So literally that's, that's what you do. You You just go there, you pick a spot to be able to sit. They got some couches. They had some recliners. They had some tables with some chairs. They had some high tops up at the bar. Very relaxing atmosphere. Like the server doesn't really, I mean, she'll check on you and be like, Do you guys want to order any food or anything? But they, they're not serving you the beer. It's literally you just like, Okay, well, this one's empty. I'm going to go over here, open the cooler, grab this Mars and lager that seems fun, and then just drink it. And then I just keep the empties. And then when you're done, you go to like the checkout and she just scans each onesie, onesie, onesie. And okay, your total is this. That's interesting. And I was like, this is like the coolest thing ever. <laughs> it was, so it was super fun to be able to check that out. And, you know, like, ironically, we went there just looking for a place to be able to go. And so we, we, we went there. We didn't actually know that they were involved with Tarpon until we got to Tarpon. And I started doing some research. On it. Sure. So wow. I didn't even know that ahead of time. So it just kind of worked out that way. But uh, it it was a super cool place. So if you're ever in that Fort Lauderdale area, look it up. It's a Riverside Market. I, I believe that if I remember correctly, there's three locations. One of them is right by the airport. This one is a little bit more north. And I thought there was another one like east of town or west of town or something. East would be in the ocean. West of town somewhere. But, you know, like really cool concept and really cool area. But it's it didn't seem like when you walk in, like it didn't seem like it was like A brand new, bougie, very clean kind of like it felt like a hole in the wall, fun time bar. That's perfect. They had a bunch of stuff on the wall. They like the the wood seemed aged like it had character to it. Like it was just a nice, relaxing atmosphere. Like it wasn't dirty, but it was lived in. You know, if, if that sure, makes sense. You yeah. know what I mean? Like gently it, used. Exactly. Like it, was, <laughs> it it didn't feel like it was brand new and very crisp. It just felt like it was just a good place to be. You know what I mean? A good old fashioned, like middle of nowhere, hole in the wall type of bar. But they just had like 200 different beers to be able sure. to from.
1: It kind of reminds me of the bar in Minneapolis I was at maybe this spring, I believe it was. That my wife and I went to. We went to a concert down in Minneapolis, close to Target Field, but about two blocks from the venue. We went to the the concert at. We stopped and we had at this bar, and then this bar was, if I remember correctly, it was like ninety three different taps in their beer. Oh, there we go. And you walk in, you don't pay for anything. They put a bracelet on your wrist, mm-hmm. and the bracelet is a like a microchip in your bracelet. And you go up to the tap, and you put your wrist by the, the tapper, and it activates the tap, and you pull the tap down, and you fill your beer.
0: Oh, it doesn't work like a blood alcohol tracker, and you pay? No, by. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no it does <is> not. <laughs> and they have wines there, wines, different types of beer. And then when you leave... You go up and they just scan your bracelet and they charge you based on just how payers, much you how went how up many, and drank of whatever you drank.
0: But I suppose is it kind of like based on ounces or something? It's so based like, on ounces. Like yeah. a, like a two ounce pour just to try it and so then you pay per like ounce. That. So I'll yeah. do a twelve.
1: And That's it's all awesome. tracked on your bracelet that they put on your wrist. That is like stellar. like if you were to go to, you know, like Walt Disney World. And you know, I've never been there, but when I was in Putin, Canada, they put a electronic bracelet on us it was actually a microchip in a piece of wood but you scan it to get into your room you scan it when you go to a restaurant like it does everything Mm -hmm. same kind of thing you know same thing they do at disney world when you get on rides you scan your wrist that chip on your wrist Mm -hmm. same thing at this bar down in minneapolis this place that you went to in florida sounds kind of like the same. yeah i mean you don't scan a chip at the place in florida but you go in you drink whatever you want you pour whatever you want Mm -hmm. and then at the end you pay when you leave Yep, that's kind of interesting. I wish I could yeah. remember the name of that place in Minneapolis. I'm gonna have
0: to look that up. I feel like it did, so did, when you went in, did it, it did it look like there was like two like almost like buses or trucks that had like doors kicked open on the side? Because I've been to a place that was similar to that, but I don't remember what that was called either.
1: No, I don't recall that. Okay,
0: maybe I was maybe I was at a different place. I don't I'm know.
1: kind of mad at myself. I don't even remember the venue of the concert, which is like a block from Target Field to the west, northwest. There's a venue there. We went to the concert. Then to the north of that venue, two blocks it's not is like the bar. The,
0: not like the varsity or anything like that. I'm trying to no, remember what's it's not that's the the varsity. kind of like. The, that's like the arts district, though. It's so. called
1: the Fillmore. Fillmore. There you go. Yep. So that's I have not the, been that's to the that venue. One so two blocks to the north of Fillmore is that bar okay. where you can drink with the wristband and pay when you leave
0: i love that idea and it's it's mostly i I mean i love the idea of going and be able to drink figure it out (laughs) but uh (laughs) that's the thing but mostly i i like the idea especially of having that flexibility of all right i want to try like i was saying before like i'm going to try two ounces of this and if i like it okay well maybe i'll have a little bit more of that you know what i mean you're not you're not I don't want to say screwed into something or whatever, but at the same time, like you get a chance to be able to try multiple different things and be able to kind of mess with some stuff and see, you know, kind of what you like, what you don't like, you know, what uh, may be good or what's not, you know, it's kind of nice to be able to have that flexibility. I'm a big fan of being able to have that flexibility. It's a
1: lot of different things. Like I'm not lying when I'm saying it was like 93 or 94 caps. Like it's no joke. There's literally that many there. And there's probably about a dozen that are wine. So, of course, for all the wine drinkers, you know, like my wife, she really likes wine. Well, there's 12 of them right for you here, right on tap. And they had a kitchen, too. So you could order food off a menu to eat eat food out
0: of the kitchen. Was it red cow, was it? No? No, that doesn't sound familiar. I'm just trying to look at maps right now just to try to... Figure it out, which I'm never going to figure it out, but you know, it sounded like a. Fun even, thing if to try to do.
1: <laughs> even if you told me, I don't know if I'd remember it exactly. I just know it's about a block or two north of the Fillmore. Okay. And the Fillmore is northwest of Target Field, a couple of blocks, and then north of the Fillmore was that bar.
0: Okay. Let's see here. The Fillmore Theater. And then, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's inbound brewing. There's a couple of brewers. The Free House is kind of up that direction. Free House is actually a good bar to be able to go to, too. But it's that kind of north loop by Modest and everything. I think I know kind of where you're talking about. I've been down there before. It's Kind of a fun place.
1: Yeah, they have like um, underneath the overpass there. Yep, ninety four. There's some parking lots under there, oh. just to the north of that overpass. Oh,
0: I think I know what you're talking about because you can't I'm park. To, you can't
1: park underneath there anymore. It it's all blocked off.
0: First but, Draft Tap House. Uh, I don't know. Is that that seems kind of interesting? I found a business that I think I actually know the person. Um, oh, perfect. Is it? Is it kind of like a, a building with like so they have all the taps, but do they have like different food vendors in there as well? Or am I thinking of something it's else?
1: It's their own kitchen. So, okay. no, so I'm, no. I'm thinking, of, I'm thinking of
0: something there. else then. Cause there's something that's in that area, that same area that has, it, it's kind of a, a cool place that has a bunch of different things, you know, kind of around the co the corner there. I think it's called Grays, but they have like a bunch of, di- it's basically like a building that has a bunch of different, like, instead of having like a whole business, you just have like a little food truck ish stand that, you know, like, and then it's just like a, it's like a, I guess for lack of a better term, it's like a food court.
1: Okay. But it's not like like food trucks and stuff. Yeah.
0: It's not like terrible food court. It's not like, you know, Arby's and Sbarro, which don't get me wrong. I like me some Arby's (laughs) and Sbarro. I'm not trying to talk down to them, but at the same time, (laughs) this is going to be more like a bougie type of uh thing like that. This
1: place had their own kitchen and the food was really good too. I can't remember what I had. I had a burger that had like bison, beef, pork, like all that was ma- mashed into the meat of the patty. It was really good. That's awesome. I, nah, I that. wish I could remember the name of the place. Sorry, I just can't.
0: Well, we'll have to uh, do some research and uh, bring it back for the next next uh, for the next episode right. after that one. So. But, yeah, for now, though, uh, yeah, Tarpon River Brewing and uh, Riverside Market. I highly recommend Riverside Market. Like, it's just a super fun place. You know, when they say market, but it's like Riverside Market Cafe. I think of what it's actually called because it is kind of a little cafe. You can get different foods, you know, and things like there. But uh, I, I think that that's where, you know, you can get just about any beer you can think of that's there, you know, so it was a lot of fun to be able to, you know, check that out or whatever. And you know, then it was, we learned that it's actually a, it's a little bit, it was a little bit less, I think a little bit less than a mile walk from the place to Tarpon. So they're, oh, okay. they were kind of close to each other sure. uh, for that North one. So it worked out. I mean, it mostly worked out because I was also like pushing suitcases, but it's fine. It worked out, <laughs> it made it work, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it was definitely, uh, trying to, uh, Meander along the uh, sidewalk, so which was kind of funny. So I mean, it wasn't bad. Like they have nice sidewalks, and so it wasn't a problem at all. But at one point, we were like walking kind of on one of the more main roads, like probably about two blocks before we got there, and there was like a taxi that drove by. That was like, oh my God, these people need help and like stopped in the middle of traffic and it was like more busy road. And so people are like honking at him and like wheeling around. But he didn't see us until like the last second. So he's already like a quarter mile up and he can't back up to us. And we're sure. like, Go, dude. We're almost to where we're going. Like, we're not gonna pay 20 bucks to go two blocks. Like just keep going. But he was well, he was like, Oh, I'm help you out. I mean, I appreciate it. I absolutely appreciate it. It was awfully nice of him to be able to, uh, stop and try to check on us, but <laughs> it was, it was definitely kind of a different type of deal with that. So, sure. but, uh, yeah, no, it was a, a really cool place. You know, both places are, are really a lot of fun to be able to go to. So Tarpon river brewery, I, I highly recommend, uh, Riverside market, absolutely fantastic. A lot of fun, really cool place to be able to go and, you know, a lot to, uh, be able to check out down there. And, uh, If you end up on vacation in Fort Lauderdale or maybe not on vacation in Fort Lauderdale, maybe you're down there for business. I don't know what kind of business it is, but you know, (laughs) I don't know. You know, you do, you do you or whatever it is that you do and drink lots of beer. Exactly. And tell us about (laughs) it and say hi to Lisa in January. Say hi to Lisa. Yeah. Especially Lisa, because she was super nice. And then I forgot her name. Don't tell her. (laughs) (laughs) Did she recommend this other beer too? Yeah, so she she recommended two. Of, uh, this one was more just because it's just a good a good option, a good beer that uh, that they have. She thought that it was you know a good option. But really, the honey log the honey one was the the key one just because of the different and, difference in the way the honey, the honey, yeah, sure. which I, I thought was incredibly interesting. I guess in my that, mind that is interesting. Yeah, I agree. But this other one here, New River Fest, it's a Marsin beer. This one's a full pint. This one's a tall boy. This one comes in the the silo size, if you will, brewed and packaged at Tarpon River, five point three ABV. Our newer, our new Riverfest. So New River is the other river that's by there. So you got Tarpon River and New River. So there new we river, go. River, Tarpon River. It was brewed our, on our German two vessel brew house using an old world decoction method. I wonder if you get that in a box at Cracker Jacks. I would hope so. With the Dakota, that's ring. what I'm looking for. Um, but it brings out the rich flavors of body of the Vienna malts. Uh, we use noble hops to add a touch of spice to complement the nutty, breaded flavors of this beer. So Perfect. At least the label. I, I'm assuming it's being that it's a Marzen, and you know, kind of the the nutty, bready flavors. The way it's described, it it kind of says to me that it's going to be kind of an oktoberfest ish kind of beer, yep. which If you listen back to some of the Oktoberfest episodes that we had, they were uh, quite fantastic. Looking back on some of the Oktoberfest options, obviously the Bells Oktoberfest, Shells Oktoberfest, and uh, Breckenridge. You know, all of the uh, kind of we did those in what month did we do those? It was, uh, if I can remember, October. October. There we go. That'll work. Did I tell you, uh, and maybe we've discussed this, maybe I haven't discussed this or whatever, that there's an outside chance that uh, two guys in beer... Well, at least half of it, unless you want to go. If you would like to go, we'll see. Might be going. We'll see. to Munich next year to be able to go to the Oktoberfest. Yeah,
1: we'll have to look at pricing and all those things. Oh, absolutely. But I'm, you're going regardless because I, yeah, I'm pretty sure that I'm going. You might be running.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm not running. I ain't doing <laughs> none of that. Absolutely not. Especially at that distance. Ugh. Yeah. So Amanda got into the uh, one like the family. So like all four sisters run. They're runners. And I don't know how I picked this family to be a part of, but you know, <laughs> mistakes were made. Apparently, I must have had a lot of beer that day. Mistakes were <laughs> made. <laughs> don't tell Where's her that? mistakes were made. I hope don't she, tell anyone. I hope she's not on the treadmill <laughs> right behind me. Um, she might actually already be back and now plotting my revenge. But, uh, so she's done like a bunch of half marathons. I've done a handful of half marathons, more of the experience, more than the running, but I don't mind running. You know, I got to try to offset the beer somehow. Right. So she's done one full marathon and she had said at one point, you know, like she wouldn't mind maybe doing another one, but think about doing a full marathon. There's a lot of commitment to it because sure. if you're going to do a full marathon, you don't just go out there and run 26.2 miles. You got right. to do some training runs. A lot of training. And yeah. so you got to have at least a couple of days where you're running 20 plus miles as a training run, Ugh. as a practice run. And I don't know if you've ever run that far. But it takes a little while. No. You, that's an entire day thing. Plus, you got to have a couple of days of recovery. You don't just get up and like, oh, I'm just going to run around town like the, the next day <laughs> or whatever. 20 miles. There's a little bit of a process that goes in with that or whatever. Probably a little bit more than what my body would be able to handle. I don't know. Who knows? At one point, I said if I reached a certain goal weight, I'd do it again. But I've now
1: not reached that goal I've, weight. <laughs> I've
0: I've definitely marked myself safe <laughs> <laughs> from doing that i hung a bottle safe tab go away. on that but anyway she had said that she would do that but likely would only do it if she were to get into like one of the it's like six five or six like major runs you know like these are like the big ones like the new york city marathon boston marathon stockholm berlin and i don't remember the other ones but you know like th- the big ones, right. you know what I mean? Like, it's not just going to be like, all right, we're going to do the grass in 5k. You know, it's not that <laughs> it's going to be like a big major one that right. like, cause yeah. even Boston, like just because you can run the time to qualify for it doesn't mean that you even get in. Right. You have to yeah. like still kind of half win the lottery to be able to do it. Like there's a lot that goes in with that. So anyway, so these guys put in for it. And um, I know that at least two of them, I think three of them, might be doing the, the, the oh, full wow. marathon. It's still some negotiations and logistics to be uh, uh, sorted out. The other one is actually doing a cruise, like right around that same time. <laughs> so she's like, ah, I can't do it. But uh, yeah, so they're going to be doing that. And so that was kind of you know the discussion of like, okay, you know, like would you want to go with you know to be able to check that out? And I'm like, I mean, it'd be fine. You know, go to Germany, you know, travel a little bit, or whatever. I'll have to look and see what vacation time yeah. you know it is. Uh, but what what time what time of year is this? And he's like, Oh like late september first week of oktoberfest you could go ahead and (laughs) drop a pin you could you could have how quickly i went to google (laughs) at that point (laughs) to try to all right what is the timing where does that line up right (laughs) and uh everything we've been told is like you don't want to go like the first week because you can't drink anything until the mayor comes in because we talked about it before like the mayor taps it the mayor's not always on time Like, they won't serve you anything until that one's tapped. And so then you're basically, you got 145,000 people standing in one spot wanting a beer. (laughs) So they're like, I mean, it'd be fun to do it one time for the one time. You know what I mean? Be able to be there and experience and check it out. But everybody's like, don't do that day. And I'm like, ah, okay. I mean, I guess, you know, (laughs) could make, maybe make the concession. So the thought is to actually do it maybe like a couple of days or the weekend after their run. Sure. That, that way they can better enjoy it, I guess, to a certain extent. I think that they'd be fine even beforehand. Cause they wouldn't really necessarily get hammered. And even if they, they did, they'd have four or five days before the run anyway. Yeah, but at not? the same time, when you're a finely tuned athletic machine, <laughs> you got to make sure that you, you respect the temple that is, you know, running a marathon. And I say those things because I'm not doing any of that, you know, that's not happening at all. So what do you mean? You're not a temple of fitness.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's the temple of Buddha. It's know. Buddha. Okay. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, so they're doing that. And it, yeah, like you said, it kind of lines up, you know, roughly speaking, with, you know, Oktoberfest. So uh very likely I'll be uh, joining and going to it's apparently it's still like a, f- a four hour drive or four hour like train ride from Berlin to Munich. Like sure. it's quite the trip to be able to get there, so it, it, it was kind of like, a, "Are you sure you want to do that?" with There's probably one local, and I'm like, yeah, "I'll go by myself, well, whatever." I'll, I'll go sit on a train. <laughs> I don't even care. I don't need to be. I'll learn German. I won't, but I will say that I will Google to Translate exactly. on your phone. It'll be totally fine. Yep. But everybody else is like, "Okay, yeah, let's just do the you know regular one." So it sounds like we have details yet to be figured out. A lot of logistics between now and like <laughs> September, obviously. But it sounds a lot more like a. Uh, that's going to be happening. So likely, strong likelihood of some uh, Oktoberfest from the Oktoberfest coming up this that year. That would
1: be cool. So, yeah. you
0: know,
1: Well, once you let me know all the information, mm-hmm. then we'll determine whether or not
0: we come out with as well. Absolutely. That'd be fantastic. That'd be great. So, but yeah, that'll be coming up. So you have to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Tell all your friends because you got to follow along the journey is what it right. is now. Exactly. Now you gotta know whether we make it. Will they make it? This is where the dramatic commercial break <laughs> pops in. So which if you're also a business looking to be able to support a podcast locally, yeah, feel free to reach out to two guys in beer and let us know. Uh, <laughs> but no really if really if you have any feedback, any comments or questions or anything like that, or even suggestions of uh, you know beers you'd like us to try or a brewery that maybe you're curious of the history of it. Go ahead and drop us a line, uh, you know, comment on any of the social media, and, uh, you know, just kind of give us your thoughts. You know, give us uh, kind of what you think and interact with us. We're happy to uh, interact, for the most part. On any time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I don't know if we're happy to,
0: but uh, we'll interact. <laughs> willing to, yeah. We're willing to. <laughs> it's probably the... Uh... <laughs> Gonna add uh, one more uh, thing before we get too deep in here. Let's see here. Why did that? That didn't, you know, like so. I tried to uh, look something up and it went to a completely different thing. Because that's oh, you perfect. Know, that's how everything happens. You know, that's that's just what what it is. So today's uh, random fact of the day.
1: Oh, here we go. Let's go. No drum roll.
0: It wants me to do cookies. And we got nothing. God dang. Cookies. cookies. Dang, cookies. Sorry, I had to go to a different spot because it, it, it went away it, it, immediately. <laughs> the Grand Theft Auto franchise that Ooh. many people are. Uh, well, it's um, a good franchise. With, a lot um, of fun. A um, lot of fun. Yep. They have uh, lawsuits that total over $1 billion. <laughs> 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 wow <laughs> uh there's a lot of controversies <laughs> this round uh the the game due to the nature of its gameplay and rockstar north has faced many legal complaints of copyright and influencing young players to commit illegal acts isn't so, that like every game for the last 20 years oh absolutely but uh, it, now they, it, it, and that's just something about how big the franchise is, if they have that many lawsuits. So they have a billion dollars worth of lawsuits that they have uh, either are or have faced. So just wow. kind of a, and that's, it, it's not, I'm not trying to go down any type of road. That just happened to be the random fact that I sure. you know, happened to pull up. It sucks for Rockstar. I, hope I
1: have some good lawyers. I I'm sure they do.
0: I could have instead said that a dime has 118 ridges on its edge, but I instead oh, went with super. Rockstar. Uh, that's super. <laughs> <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, just a good knowledge to be able to drop uh for you. So use that uh you know, on your next Jeopardy you game,
1: you're exactly. all set to go.
0: Yep, 100 percent Absolutely. So uh what else you got, Sean? Anything else you want to touch yeah, on? I today? got
1: one little quick thing we'll we'll, we'll talk about today. I get out of my soapbox for a minute. And this is just me venting about the entitlement of the country or Americans. Now I've worked retail for 23 years. Annie, you worked retail for a long time. That's where we met. You've worked in food service. Mm-hmm. You still kind of work in food service at the State Fair. You owned mm-hmm. a bar. Yep. Here's my pet peeve, and it puckers my butthole a little bit. And, it, and when I see it, it almost pulsates it a little bit, too, you know? And not
0: in a good way. No, no, no. Not no, in no. a positive way.
1: Why in the hell does everybody got to bring their damn animals into <laughs> retail places all the time?
0: I, oh, you know, all I the s- time. I and they're not, that, they're not
1: s- service animals. I
0: see it traveling, Like, too. it's so...
1: Effing annoying! Keep your damn animals at home. Mm -hmm. Like you don't need to bring them with you into your local retail
0: store. Trust me, I love my dogs. I want to bring my dogs basically everywhere that I go. But at the same time, if I'm going to go to the brewery, I'm going to sit outside with them, and you know, kind of like not necessarily keep to myself, but like. We're going to be respectful of the bit, you know, whatever. We're not going to go to Walmart. We're not going to go to Target. We're not going to go to Kohl's. We're not going to go to a bunch. I don't take them when I go flying places, which people bring them every like animals everywhere, everywhere. which to a certain extent, you know, it's like, okay, if you want to pay for your own animals spot, like maybe that's part of the thing. But it still is like. The amount of people that have, like, even the jackets, like, I think you can just buy the jacket that says, I'm a service animal. But if your service animal is jumping on you, that is not a service animal. No. That's not
1: what's happening. No. They don't even do that. You know, Mm. I still work retail. They come in with nothing on, and they're on a leash, or they're in the shopping cart. The owner does, or the dog does? Well, both. They both need it. That's true. They (laughs) both need some sort of vest, I'll tell you that right now. But, (laughs) But it's so frustrating and annoying, and I don't know why it bugs me so much but it's just absolutely ridiculous and of course oh it's a service animal oh yeah it's licking my ankle right now it's not a service animal or they put it in a shopping cart and it's sleeping no that's not a service animal service animals work they'd be on the ground with Mm -hmm. the vest on guiding or leading or whatever it is they do yep they wouldn't be curled up in Mm -hmm. the in the yeah basket of a, a
0: certain respective sleeping yeah exactly
1: you know i had one dog come in a few weeks ago and it was, of course, at night, nice. so it was probably a tweaker lady. She looked like she was high on meth, bringing her dogs in, having whatever issues in life she was having. Mm-hmm. God bless her heart. I hope she figures it out. But the dog starts shitting all over the place. Oh, it's a service animal. No, it's not. Right. Service yeah. animals he, do not shit in stores, yeah, people. They're, they're, they're,
0: they're usually <laughs> they're pretty well, well trained. They're very well trained. And at least house working. trained. Oh.
1: You know? <laughs> oh, it was so bad. We had another one a few years ago. This gentleman, actually, excuse me, it was a lady. Would bring in her bird, it would sit on her shoulder, and oh, that was my service animal. I think it was a big McCall. It was a pretty big bird. Mm-hmm. It would just sit on her shoulder, wouldn't do anything. But that's not a service animal, it's not providing any service.
0: Well, it might be a service ferret.
1: So- <laughs>
0: I've seen <laughs> those. I've seen those. So
1: it's- many people complaining, and I had to deal with go to the state and go to the company and this and that, but nobody could give me an answer. Basically, they just left it up to us at the store. And we we're like, "No, you're not bringing your burden here anymore." Sorry.
0: When really, what it what it what it boils down to is which I, I'm actually surprised they even went that far because there's so many places that are like, "Well, we can't ask, we can't ask what the service is, so we're just going to have to, you know, like, right? We're just going to have to eat it, you know." And meanwhile, you get half the other customer base that's like. What are you doing? Your dog well, is I'm pissing sorry. on my oranges we, over here. We like, can't you know, do anything here. about it. You know, like so. Yeah, there's there's a lot of that going on. So. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. It's just
1: annoying. I like. I just don't. I don't understand. Leave your damn animals at home. Mm-hmm. Like you can handle. They can handle being at home for a couple hours mm-hmm. while you're at the store. You know. Yeah, it's just and, crazy. And, and
0: like I said, it, it really depends. Just be. I don't want to say cognizant, but like be respectful of where you're going with it, because like I said, like I'll bring my dogs to the brewery. I'll bring and the dark. Some breweries. The, allow it. They're the, like animals exactly. are
1: welcome here. Then bring your animal. Then the pizza
0: know? pub that we go to has a nice outdoor patio area. You know, we go yeah. out there. but we don't like try to truck them inside. And, you know, and like I trust that they wouldn't cause any problems. But at the same time, I know that they're not service animals. Right.
1: You don't bring these animals into a grocery store. They are there for my soul, you know, my my mental health
0: for sure. Because you know, I need that's not I need the mental animal, health. Though. But, <laughs> <that's> <laughs> but that complete,
1: is that's an emotional that's a, support animal. Exactly. It's, it's completely a whole different. different.
0: Yeah, it's a whole different ball yeah. So, but No, they're just... but
1: they're getting a little harsher on the laws, though. Even at my place in the planet, we did put signs up where they're not allowed to come in the store and they're not allowed to be in the shopping cart. They have to be on the ground actually performing a service so you can't pick them up and so put them in the cart
0: and sleep. Put them around in like a baby carriage. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: But my God, it was just pissing me off these last couple of weeks. I'm like, <laughs> what in the F is going on here? Keep your damn animals as well, especially the one that's shitting all over the floor. <laughs> Like, yeah. get out of here with that thing, you know? Yeah. But what do you do, I guess? I'm just tired of the entitlement. Yeah. You know, and customers come in and just, oh, I'm going to do this because I can.
0: Get Cust- the fuck out of here. Customers <laughs> always right. Bullshit. Shit, come on. The customer. <laughs> Bullshit. You know, that's, you see it on, on like social media and Facebook or whatever. It's like anybody that, truly believes that has never worked in a service industry (laughs)
1: right of any kind whatsoever absolutely so that's my rant about that that's all i got i just need to get that out of my chest (laughs) screw you and your dogs and pets when you bring them in the store unless they're an actual service animal
0: yeah yeah we'll be clear the disrespectful ones not not the good one not the good boys right i don't need birds i don't need you pooping all over the place the goodest boys they are still loved you know that's fine but the rude ones they gotta go sit outside (laughs) So, yeah, that's our uh, episode today. Uh, 14 episodes deep now uh Tarpon River Brewery today. I hope you enjoyed the episode today. Again, uh, like, share, subscribe. Uh, check us out on all the major platforms. Uh, tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell your neighbors. Just, I don't know, hit us up or whatever. We'll send you some stickers or something like that. Just start slapping them on mailboxes or something. and Get the uh, Postal Service involved and have them listening while they're out doing their due diligence. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we're on anything... Uh, we're on TikTok now. We're um, on TikTok Utah, now. Utah. Utah. YouTube is Utah. the, that's the, yeah, we're not in Utah, we're but we're YouTube.
1: on YouTube. I wouldn't mind being in Utah right now. I, I like to travel. Bad. Yeah,
0: it wouldn't be bad. Uh, go check out uh, maybe Salt Lake. Uh, check out maybe the uh, wow. the Olympic Village or something. Be kind of fun to be able to, you know, check something out. But yeah, uh, Facebook, Instagram, X, Twitter, whatever. All the different things. Uh, definitely uh, pass it along. And that'll be my challenge to you Two challenges. One, give us one piece of feedback, positive, negative, whatever it may be, or pass this along to one person. Even if you don't just share it that would be awesome. If you just share it just on, you know, like on your, you know, like repost the Facebook post or, you know, repost, you know, like Instagram or something like that. But I challenge you to just uh tell one person, you know, like a coworker is like, hey you like podcasts and you listen to like how to rebuild your lawnmower in three days, you would like this instead or in addition to, I don't know, just try to help us spread the word a little bit. We definitely appreciate that. We'll, we'll get you some stickers or something. If you, you want, just hit us up on social media and leave us a comment or, you know, some feedback. We'll, uh, we'll definitely enjoy any type of feedback. Yeah,
1: that would be awesome. And especially YouTube, I don't think we've talked about it much, but pretty soon here we'll be having video of our podcast. We'll actually be on YouTube for video for everybody watching, not audio only.
0: Trying to figure out how to be so, able to do the animated overlay so that people don't actually see what I actually look <laughs> like. <laughs> so,
1: so that would be fantastic if you could subscribe on the YouTube. That would really help us out a lot with our algorithms and everything there. So we'd really appreciate that.
0: We appreciate you tuning in. And uh, until next time, everybody, cheers.